Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, November 30th, special teams coordinator Michael Clay spoke to the media. Afternoon. Special teams get that, that sweater? No. Uh, this was a buyout that Tyler Brand had with the rest of the specialist group. Uh, he had lost a bet within our room between uh, the Michigan Michigan State game, and he couldn't hold his deal, so there was a little buyout he had to do. And we saw, uh, obviously, Kenny and Jalen back there. Was that a uh, this game specific thing, or is that something you're going to do going forward? That was that was more of a game plan type situation. Um, the Giants this year, they've been doing a really good job of pinning opponents back with uh, pop kicks and kind of that dead area. So we wanted two returns to kind of discourage that. Um, so it was just one of those things, game plan to game plan, where we had Kenny and Jalen there just in case they wanted a pop kick. We had two guys that are familiar with handling the ball right there. You never want to put, like, a Jack Stoll and Tyree Jackson. who You know, they do handle the ball, but not as much as probably the running back and wide receiver. How much do things change as the weather turns for, for you guys, not only for the way you scheme and the way you see teams scheming you? Uh, you, know, you know, it puts a lot of pressure more on your, uh, your coverage teams. You know, the ball doesn't travel as well um, as it does in the earlier months. So you got to get ready for that. And, you know, you want to put your guys in the best possible situations. You know, you may move some alignments on your kickoff coverage. You may um, do some different things on your on your return phase, just knowing that the ball is not going to travel as well. And guys are going to try to get more hang time to allow their guys to get down there. So it's just as the weather changes, you kind of just, you know, you're just not a wholesale change. You're just trying to tweak some things that'll that'll cater to the guys. You mentioned about the uh, pop kicks and everything. Like even in the open kickoff of the last game, uh, Monday night's game, there was one that was done as well. So do you see this being a trend that's used more and more in the league to force teams to try to return it and not let the ball come out to the 25? Uh, I think it all depends on who they got back there and how their their return game is. Um, guys will, you know, it is the NFL, and guys are going to challenge you until you can prove that you can do something. But um, I think, you know, as history repeats itself for coordinators, if you get popped one time, you, you, you got that scar, and you're like, all right, let me, let me kick this out the back of the end. So I'm sure a lot of people don't want a pop kick to, you know, to Cordell Patterson or Deontay Harris every time. But they may try that in up back to see what happens. But, again, you get a lot more uh, running back, fullback types as you're up back. So they, they're, they're well-versed in handling the ball, and they could get the ball to the 30, 35-yard line. So it almost like, was it worth it to do it? But it all, all depends on who your opponent is and what your philosophy is. When you guys put the game day actives together last week, what made you want to promote uh, Jared Maiden from the practice squad for that spot? Yeah, it was just a conversation. You know, we with Davion going down, it kind of alters a little bit of the special teams and who uh, takes on that that four core load with that. And obviously, Jared, I had familiarity with him in San Francisco, and he had played for us for a little bit. So it was just one of those things where you could get a guy that has a little bit more with some speed and some physicality and, you know, more, you know, praise to Jared coming out. And, you know, that first kickoff, there was a lot of a lot of good things on that first kickoff, and he got that tackle in there. So it was just more um, him being ready, him just being a pro. Like everybody else in this building, you never know when your, your number is going to get called from week to week day-to-day in this, at this point. You never know what's going to happen. For some odd reason, somebody gets COVID in the middle of the week or something like that. So it's just more him being professionally ready, and, you know, he performed at a high level, and we were really uh, happy for him more than anything else. How did Jalen do in the return game this week? Yeah, you know, it was solid. You know, nothing to write home about, but nothing to, to scold him about. Um, the two kickoff returns he did, you know, he got to the 26 and to the 30, which 
helped us in the field position battle a little bit for the punt return. You know, there was some good good communication out there, especially uh, the plus 50 ball where um, the punter hit hit a or we call it like a banana ball. It's no different than you know a little leaguer seeing a knuckleball or a curveball the first time. It's just something different. And not that he's not versed in that. Aaron gives him a couple of those throughout the week. But he communicated with our vice guys to get out. You know, poison, poison, poison. It just took a, a fortunate bounce for him. It hit at the 15. It bounced eight yards to the seven. It is what it is. But I thought, you know, he was solid. You know, nothing good, nothing bad. Just a very solid performance by him. Uh, you're talking about when they brought everyone down, the last punt or the last the last punt. I thought he did a great job. Um, obviously, the time is of the essence at that point. You know, the defense did a good job uh, of stopping them, getting into a fourth down. They had brought their gunners in, so we brought uh, our vice came in, and they kind of held them up. And, you know, it was a short, low punt. You know, you see these big returns are usually the 60 yards at a low hang time. The ball was 39 yards at three-something, so the guys are still on you pretty fast. He got nine yards, got the ball to the 41. I think, you know, if you were to ask any offensive coach with a minute 20, minute 15, whatever that time was, they only have to go 59 yards. I think they'd be pretty happy with that, so I thought he did a good job of that, getting as much as he can, getting out of bounds, and saving some precious uh, seconds off the clock. There's going to be some mounting pressure on him based on what happened on offense. How do you think he's prepared to handle that? You know, it, uh, that's a very uh, good question. You know, it, it's a case-by-case -case study. And, you know, being around Jalen now the last few months, what I've come to realize with him, he, I mean, he is tough, tough-skinned out there. You know, it's, you know, I'm not going to speak for him, but for, him, for myself, it's just keeping this guy, you know, in it. And he's always been... Um, in terms of special teams, you know, he's doing a very good job of kind of compartmentalizing a kickoff return and a punt return from offense. Um, as you can see, he's catching the ball really well on punts. Uh, obviously, it takes the other 10 guys to give him some big lanes on punt return. But for him, it's just, you know, myself personally, is just being in his corner, keeping him, you know, energized, keeping him ready for the game plan because, you know, just like anything in life, day-to-day, week-to-week, something could be, you know, going wrong for you, something's going great for you. So it's just him just keeping him, you know, energized and keeping, you know, our confidence with him. So just, you know, throughout this whole time being around Jalen, he's a great kid, great to talk, uh, talk with and just keep him energized for our special teams game plan. Yeah. You know, once again, you know, when it comes to an inactive, it's all a numbers game and everything like that. Obviously, Jay Howard was down last week. But, you know, with Kenny, I mean, he's a tough-minded kid as well. Um, he, we told him, I talked to him on Monday, Tuesday, he's like, hey, I'm going to put you at these spots, bang, bang, bang. He took the game plan, you know, in stride. And he thought, yeah, I thought he did a really good job. You saw him pump return. He had to hold up one of their wings, and he was getting after him a little bit. Then he did everything we asked on kickoff return. Obviously, the one that they got stopped at the 17 is all that, – that's my – that was my – my bad right there. It was a bad call. I should have called something else right there. He did what he had to do, got as much yards as possible, held on to the ball, and that one fell on me more than Kenny or the kickoff return team, so I had to get better at that. But I thought Kenny did a very good job in terms of accepting his role on special teams. And, you know, Boston uh, was on our kickoff team, and Kenny was the first guy to come up to me, hey, does, Kenny, does uh, Boston need one? And I could run down on there. So he's always in tune to the game plan, and he's looking out for his teammates as well. You mentioned that. Stopping, how, how has he developed uh, blocking in the return game? And obviously, the passing game is different, but blocking overall, how has he 
Yeah, you know, I try to keep it as simple as possible for these guys. And, you know, with Kenny having him on the backside, hey, you have the specific number right there. And I thought he did a good job. You know, it's a little bit uh, different with the rules and everything with the back end guys to the front line guys. Can't get that illegal double team. And I thought Kenny did a good job when he did have to get in the fray to avoid the front line guys so they don't get the double team. So I thought Kenny did a really good job with that. Thank you. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.